Today's podcast is about when people say ridiculous comments to abuse victims. Admitting you were abused or hearing stories by other people of abuse they endured is very uncomfortable and unpleasant. No one wants to talk about abuse. I sure don't. I'd love to write about much more pleasant topics and never think about the abuse I endured ever again. Yet, I know this is impossible. Even if I quit writing about it, the aftermath never goes away. It's always there to some degree, so talking about it's very normal. Most people talk about abuse in their past, either slightly, a lot, like I do, or mostly somewhere in between. Anyone who has decided to open up about abuse has learned that not everyone is a willing, compassionate listener. When you gather your courage to discuss the most painful experiences of your life only to be met with invalidation, it can be incredibly painful. I hope to help you learn some ways to cope with that in this podcast by sharing some common comments people make to abuse survivors. Why didn't you tell anyone? Many people who haven't survived abuse don't understand why a victim wouldn't reach out for help. It's totally acceptable to educate anyone who asks this question. Abusers threaten their victims to keep quiet. They also tell their victims no one will believe them. They even destroy their victim's self-esteem to the point the victim believes no one would care anyway, so there's no point in telling anybody. You shouldn't talk about this. It's not the Christian thing to do, making him or her look bad. People who say this are often also survivors of abuse, yet who lack the courage to face their pain. Others facing their pain makes these folks feel badly, so they try to shut down the open person. Often, there's no getting through to these people, so it's best not to discuss abuse with them. It's vital to know, though, that there is nothing unchristian about discussing your experiences. You aren't making the abuser look bad. The abuser already did that by being abusive. Are you really sure that's what happens? This comment's often said by someone who knows both victim and abuser. This is said by someone who really doesn't want to accept that someone they care about is capable of awful behavior. It's also said by a narcissist flying monkey who is trying to instill doubt in the victim, so they tolerate abuse from the narcissist. Take this comment as a red flag that the person saying it is not safe. Don't discuss your experiences with this person. Doing so will only lead you to being hurt, possibly also being the victim of a smear campaign. Nobody's parents are perfect. No one gets along perfectly with their parents, or everyone has childhood hurts. When a person says these statements, it hurts. They're lumping vicious abuse in the same category as simple personality differences. It's so invalidating. Shock value can make a person realize how foolish their words are. Saying something like, So my mother berating me to the point of obliterating my self-esteem when I was just a child is the same as another mother disagreeing with her child over what her favorite movie is? That sounds like what you're saying, and I disagree with you. Stop thinking about it, or stop dwelling on the past. Wouldn't it be nice if it was that easy? Again, it's acceptable to educate whoever asks this question. Tell them that complex PTSD and PTSD are common after abuse, and they're brought on by experiencing such horrific trauma it literally breaks a person's brain. A quality these disorders share is constantly reliving trauma through flashbacks, nightmares, and intrusive thoughts. Not thinking about things is impossible when your brain won't let you. Another ridiculous and often said comment is this. 
Why would you talk about this now, all this time later? When in the midst of suffering abuse, the victim is busy trying to survive. Talking about it at the time rarely seems important. Once the victim is safe, survival mode ends and this person can think clearer. They often try to process what they just escaped by talking about it. Or they're triggered by something. It could be a sound, a smell, someone that reminds them of their abuser in some way. Not a lot of people are aware of this, and that may be the case with the person who says this to you. At least we hope it is. So tell him or her this. You'll get over it. It could have been so much worse. Look for the positive in everything. Such comments are what I think of as toxic positivity. While it is good to be positive, too positive is unhealthy. It's unrealistic, which can easily lead to disappointment. Comments like this also are made to make a victim feel ashamed for still being affected by the trauma or needing to discuss it in order to heal. Don't waste your time talking about past trauma to people like this. You'll only end up hurt by their callous words. Well, at least he or she didn't hit you. A common belief is that the only type of abuse is physical. Anyone subjected to narcissistic abuse knows this is utter nonsense. Emotional, mental, sexual, financial, and spiritual abuse are all horrific forms of abuse, too. They simply don't leave the clearly visible scars that physical abuse does. The uneducated need to be aware of this, including the person who says this to you. You can also tell them that PTSD and CPTSD are physical damage done to the brain by exposure to abuse and trauma. What did you do to make him or her treat you that way? This invalidating and shaming statement is so common. It makes victims feel responsible for the terrible things their abuser did to them, and that's utterly wrong. No one can make another person abuse them, period, no matter what they do or don't do. Did Jack the Ripper's victims do anything to make him kill them? What about Ted Bundy's? No. These men saw an opportunity and they took advantage of it. Their victims did nothing to deserve what these killers did to them. This is a point which you can bring up to the person who says such a disgusting statement. You should be more patient with him or her. No, just no. The more patient you are with an abuser, the more they will abuse you because they see that you will tolerate a lot. It could help you to ask this person, person, why should anyone be understanding with someone who repeatedly hurts them and shows no desire to improve the behavior? You should be more careful when picking your romantic partners. This statement is nothing but victim blaming. What the heartless person saying this fails to realize, yet needs to know, is that abusers can come across any way they like. Charming, kind, compassionate, romantic, successful. There rarely are abusive monsters out there 24-7. If they were, no one would get involved with them because it would be easier, or it would be clear what they are and what they're really like. Instead, they lure victims in by appearing to be so much better people than they truly are. While this seems like common sense, it isn't. A person who says this statement to you needs to be educated. Unfortunately, there will always be people who don't understand what it's like to survive abuse. There also will be people who want to silence victims no matter how much or how little they discuss their experiences. The more you heal, the less these people will bother you, I'm happy to say. I hope this podcast has helped you to learn some ways to deal with these people. Thank you for listening to my podcast.